Welcome back. I'll just hold it. Yeah, it's totally fine. <laughs> Welcome back to Talk in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. It's exciting tonight. We are live. Woo-hoo. We're doing a live podcast. We would do these twice a month, one for our other show, Three Gossip Girls, one for Talk in Texas Forever. We live record on podcasts and then our Upper East Siders tier of Patreon gets to view it. So hey guys in the chat. So hey everyone, we're so glad you're here. It's also very exciting because Liz and I are together in person. (laughs) I know. We we're just discussing how we felt like we haven't been together in person podcasting in so long. The thing is, it feels like it's more for Gossip Girl, which makes sense because we were doing that show longer. But this show got off on a little rocky start in terms of us being together. Yeah. So last time we were together for this show was with my sister and Bobby. Right. Which I guess was two two weeks ago. ago. Feels like forever. Yeah. Well, we did take a break because I was traveling. Right. And then yeah, so it just worked out that way. Yeah. And then we had a couple of COVID scares, and then yeah. I had COVID. So it was right. Just like, so it's so like, fun. You know, just being safe. That's right. Uh, but we're back. We're discussing season one, episode seven, Homecoming. Original air date November fourteenth, two thousand six. Written by David Hudgens and directed by Patrick Norris. Oh, Patrick Norris, another crossover. That's right. Summary for this episode, one team, one heart. It's homecoming in Dillon, Texas, as alumni reunite and the team prepares for the undefeated Larrabee Lions. Tyra and Billy mix it up as they plan the after-game party to end all parties. Mm. On the field, Smash feels the pressure when he gets his one chance to impress a college recruiter. Oh, poor Smash. Oh, my goodness. I know. Uh, Last week, the four words I gave you were scouts, party, suspicion, appearance. Yeah, I was like, Matt's dad's coming. <laughs> it's so cute. That's why I was like, okay, I like you're where like, you're I going. I could go with that. I yeah. mean, I wasn't far off. I mean, as far as homecoming, homecoming party, yeah, yeah that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Scouts make sense. Right. The suspicion was... Suspicion, Jason, Jason, which we knew he would be suspicious. Right. I knew it wouldn't come out in this episode. You did call I that. I did predict that. Yeah. Um, but it's brewing and it gets worse and worse, especially Tim with this whole, I love you, bro. You're my brother. Like, oh, and oh my God. And we'll so get bad. into it. But Tim is also just so inspired by Lila and what she <sighs> says to him. So yeah, uh, it, woke, it woke him up. It did. Before we get into this episode, I found this quote from Sonia Saraya. Saraya, I apologize, you won't listen to this, but they're a writer for the AV Club. And they said this about Friday Night Lights, which to me sums up this show perfectly for me, which is one of the best things about Friday Night Lights is that it makes football and football problems interesting to non-football people. Yeah. And I read that and I was like, this is the quote for me for this show. Right, because I mean, neither of us care too much about yeah. football right i mean i'll dabble if it's on and then i'm like all right but like so yeah seeing these kids and even the adults of the coach and everything and just how that plays a big part like relationships and all the outside factors that have that play a part in being on a football team in high school i mean su- and such a very intense well-known football team like yeah. this is all the town has yeah yeah Yeah, that's a great summary. It's a great quote, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Episode opens up. It's homecoming, and it's also welcome back, the alumni. Yeah, I was super confused. I know. Liz is like, is this a flashback episode? I was like, no. Because I said, 
I'm like, okay, watching it. And then Michelle goes, yeah, this is the alumni from 2000. And I was like, wait, are we in 2000? <laughs> she's like, no, it's just the alumni. I'm like, are we seeing a flashback? And she's like, no, again, it's just the alumni. <laughs> and then halfway through the episode, she goes, is this 2006 or are we in 2000? I was like, oh my goodness. No, but then I was like, oh boy. is this show in 2006? And you're like, yes, in real time in 2006, this is when the show aired. I'm like, okay, I finally got it. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so the whole town is celebrating. It feels like a festival. It does. Yeah. It's sweet. Uh, we get introduced to Lucas, the man-eater Mize. He played in the 2000 state championship game. He catches up with Coach and Tammy and tells them that he lives in Dallas selling insurance and he has his own agency. So it <laughs> yeah. seems like he's doing really well. Uh, he then talks to Smash and he tells him about scouts and he tells Coach, like, what are you doing? You need to hook your players up. Yeah. And specifically tells him about Grady Hunt. And so Smash meets Hunt and tells him that not only does he want to be on the list, he wants to be number one. I mean, that Smash in a nutshell is always a need to be number one. So Right. Do you hear that? You guys hear the cats? That's Liam. I wonder if it'll no, make an quiet. appearance. I put this on sto- my story yesterday. Sidebar, cat chat. Here we go. <laughs> my cat, Liam, when he has a toy in his mouth, makes this guttural sound. Of, <laughs> that's actually Sully. It's no, like, that's Sully <laughs> eating. <laughs> and I'm sure it'll come through. Yeah. They always saying before, like they every cat has their own uh, specific pitch sound and sound. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's Liam. You know exactly yeah. who's speaking. Oh, but when Sully eats, why is she doing that and like oh is she dying no it's it's so strange it's very strange okay so let's talk about grady hunt he is the guy to know he puts together the list he's one of the recruiters he's now at the game this week i've seen this dude before in things i feel like he definitely played a role kind of like this in things okay i thought you were like i've seen him in this show not in the show not in the show Maybe in a flashback episode. <laughs> <Flashback>. <laughs> Twilight Zone episode. Uh, Lila and Tim have a quick interaction. Tim's drunk and it's before 7 a.m. Yeah. Lila's judging. She's so turned off. I was like, wow, how the mighty have fallen. We right? were once attracted and now it's gone. Well, she's playing that she just feels bad for him. And Tim wishes he hated her because it would make the whole situation a lot better of and course. easier. Right. This conversation really hits hard because Tim decides that he's going to quit drinking. He turns down beers from his brother, which Billy... Which he shouldn't be giving him. Well, that's besides <laughs> the point because Billy doesn't even believe he'll stay sober. Right. And Tim's doing his best. He's working hard. Uh, he's working out hard. He's working well on the field and he's staying focused, which we see him in the locker room. Like everyone's like, oh my God, he's going to like, he's going to kill himself. himself. <laughs> he's going to give himself grunting. an aneurysm. Yeah. He's really, yeah. I mean, it was like him and smash almost like having like a workout a thon like yes. versus each other. Right. Like who's going to lift the most weight. Right. And then, cause you don't realize they're kind of competing on the same team but then in the end it's like Tim's like well no actually you're you're fa- you're failing I'm gonna yeah but he doesn't but he doesn't view I mean he doesn't no, view he it doesn't that way it just like pushed him to like, like, like yeah. actually show his potential I mean and really Tim is motivated because Lila now views him as scum <sighs> and is judging him hard and so this kind She's of scum. strikes a chord <laughs> okay we didn't even get into her yet I know uh, throw in the shape uh, meanwhile 
I feel like I have Ajita now. From, I have Ajita for my ginger lemon tea. Oh, really? To the exact opposite. We're a mess. Uh, okay, so meanwhile, Billy and Tyra decide they're going to throw the party of all parties, an anti-homecoming party. I had so many questions. Like, Michelle, how do they know each other? Why are they so chummy? I have a bad feeling. She's like, just, just, just watch. Wait, just wait. Okay, so Mindy, new character alert, Mindy. is Tyra's sister. She works in the bar where Billy and Tyra were speaking about. I assume Billy goes to this bar a lot. Yeah. Yeah. This is where Mindy works. And Billy was saying that people he've known has thrown parties in outside neighboring towns for college parties and they charge, you know, $20 a head and they make a lot of money. Yeah, they do. So when Tyra and Billy, when Billy's telling Tyra about this, this inspires her and she's like, well, we should do this. So they find a location that isn't in town, but they're going to charge money per head. And Mindy will be there with 10 of her closest (laughs) friends as hostess. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, We'll see how that goes. So we see them hanging out a lot in this episode. And what I really like about this pairing, hanging out, if you will, is that we're learning about the Riggins background. Yes. We finally got some information. His parents are not dead. No. They just both have left. Right. And Billy explains that he was really, he well, he played football in high school, but he was also really well at playing golf yes and when 9-11 happened and then their dad took off around christmas time and so then tim had to go and live with billy and their mom just was never really around she never came to any of the football games and she was always drinking and smoking so really Mm -hmm. the parenting wasn't there no and billy had to step in as parental unit right which is not really working well i mean it's like working for them but is it the best influence no, no. i think you called him the enabler oh he's an enabler yeah because tim comes in and sees tyra and billy hanging out and they offer him a beer and he's like no i'm good and he's like what are you doing here tyra never mind i don't even want to know yeah but did you clock that she was like you quit drinking yes yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, I know I'm, I'm assuming by the way that you all that have seen the show feel about Billy is that he's not that creeper. No. But you get an impression about him from the jump, I feel, at least in this episode. What? And he wasn't acting inappropriate towards Tyra. I didn't think any, I just felt like he's just kind of like this kind of, kind of like Lucas. Where he oh my this this yes okay, I know we have okay. a lot of Lucases on this network yeah we do um kind of how you know and how Tammy says like you're big in high school and then they don't have any coping skills you throw them out after they graduate and they don't know what to do with themselves yeah and that's kind of how Billy is obviously that's how Lucas is and so Billy not really having a direction how could he parent a kid brother that again has less direction right. So the fact that he, I just couldn't believe, I mean, I couldn't believe that he was giving him a beer. I was like, we're really going to keep pushing beers on this? Like, yeah, but they've been drinking kid? the whole time The whole together. time, I know. This is what they do. Right, and just like, I'm seeing it actually in person and the way it goes each time. It's like, oh, here, have a beer. I'm like, oh, right. it's like that at home. Yeah. Mm-mm. They chill out. They work on their cars. They have some beers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh coach let's talk about coach love coach we love coach he's such a babe such a babe yeah uh coach meets with jason 
and he throws out the idea of him coming to homecoming, <laughs> it would mean so much to the team and to him. So Jason discusses this with his parents, and his dad feels he should go while his mom feels it's too soon. What do we think about this? Is it too soon? Should he go? Should he not go? I mean, we know what happens, but we know what happens. I think emotionally, it was probably too soon for him. Mm -hmm. I mean, Michelle and I are talking off mic. It's probably been about a month since he's been at rehab. Uh, Maybe four weeks, maybe a little bit more. So like, he hasn't really, I mean, he's, he's thriving in rehab. He's doing really well and he's, he's very focused. I mean, that's Jason Street. But like emotionally, he hasn't really like had to experience football again. And also a, a, a massive game. And a huge crowd. And like homecoming. it panic struck me when he goes out on the field and it's quiet. I mean, like for... um. Like theatrical purposes, like they don't play any music, they don't do anything until they announce his name. But I was just like, oh my God, like nobody knows how to react to Jason in a wheelchair. Yeah. But then of course, and then when they were cheering, I was like, (laughs) well, fucking baby. Right. So Jason, as we know, and we see he's growing suspicious about what he saw last week. And he, and he doesn't really, he doesn't know if he should come clean and tell someone. Right. So he's growing suspicious of seeing Lila and Tim say goodbye and how they say goodbye. It was a very long Mm -hmm. embrace, Mm -hmm. this hug that lingered too long. So he ends up telling Herc about homecoming and his concerns about Lila and Tim, which at first Herc, when he hears about the homecoming part, he's like, I don't think you should go because you're just going to be treated as a mascot. Mm. But then when he mentions... And Jason doesn't like that. He's like, oh, no, I won't. They're they're honoring me. Right. But essentially, I think that's probably what Jason thought was going to happen. Well, yes, and I think also the whole, I don't know if I want to be back where I once was celebrated, and now I have to be where I think my girlfriend and best friend are sleeping yeah. together. So Herc suggests, no, you have to go. You have to see if they're like making googly eyes. You have to go. <laughs> you definitely should go because you have to see you know, what's going on with your perfect little girlfriend. Jason has two scenes with Lila. One, the first one, they're in the pool together, and he actually questions her to see lightly, how often do you see Tim? And she's a good fucking liar well listen this is a scene they're in a pool together so she and she's not they're not facing each other exactly so there's no eye contact so you don't have to read a face no but her voice was very common still and she's like oh you know not just as much as we did before right and quickly changes the subject Mm -hmm. so then he's on the phone with her after talking to herc and after being in the pool with her and he's trying to decide if he should go to homecoming and of course she wants him to go of course she wants him to go and he's still on the fence about it and he's like do you think everybody else wants me to go and she goes everybody wants you there everyone i want you there so he decides to go Coach is preparing for the game with the team and Grady, as well as Lucas, shows up to practice one day to watch the boys. Lucas has lunch with Coach to tell him that he actually doesn't have an insurance company and actually he doesn't even have a job at all. He never graduated college and he has a four-year-old son that he barely sees. And then he asks Coach for a job. He's like, I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but like, can I put you on the spot and get me a job? (laughs) Which Coach is totally taken aback by this and discusses it with Tammy at home. And she says it's the saddest thing she's ever heard. I know. 
I was like, oh, really? That's the saddest thing? But like you said <laughs> earlier, how that's the problem with this town. We idolize these boys. Then they leave she Dylan. She had the best quote of the whole right. episode. They go into the real world and they realize, oh, shit, I'm not on a pedestal. I don't know how to do anything for myself. Yeah. And Coach doesn't understand. He's like, I worked with him for like a little bit. It's not my responsibility. And so it turns out that the budget is too tight and he can't give a job to Lucas. And he's so pissed and questions him. Did you even ask? How rude are you? You're such an ungrateful Holy shit. I think he, because in his mind. He's like fight or flight too. Like, what do I do? I have no job. I have a kid. Right. And back in Dylan and the town is honoring him. They love me here. Of course I'll get a job here. Of course I'll get a job. It's a no brainer. So that's just like, he's so ungrateful. He pissed me off so much. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like him. Yeah. Especially when coach is like, you listen, if you look around and you get anything. If you need a word from me, I'll help you. And he's like, don't hold your breath. breath. Boy, bye. Yeah. He's rude. Anyway, Smash is determined to make this list. So (sighs) before the game, we see him studying in the locker room with a Panther playbook and his Bible next to him. (laughs) So sweet. And coach tells him, listen. You need to focus on your playing. Don't worry about the book. Don't worry about the coaches. Don't advice. worry about the scouts. You just focus on, the, you know it. And he's like, there'll be more. Yeah. There's, he's not the only guy. Right. So then Grady visits with Smash at his home and his mom and to discuss the future. And Smash is like, look at all these colleges I got into. He puts out and Grady's like, that's great. Like anybody who can play the way you play gets these letters in junior year. Right. You need to really show up. I need to see how you play tonight. And honestly, I'm concerned about your size. So I'm watching you closely. Great. <sighs> Wonderful. Yeah, this is. <laughs> uh, this kid was set up to fail. Yeah. So we reach game day. The Panthers are taking on the Larrabee Lions, in case you were wondering. Larrabee. Was All wondering? these town names. Yeah. Just Every time you Arnie say it. Med to, Arnie, Tigers? Yeah. I'm like, well, there's a lot of like names. We're just like the Longwood Lions, you know, like. Well, they're the Larrabee Lions. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> we just don't, I don't know th- these names. No, we just don't know these names, and they just sound so foreign to me. I like, actually wait, don't know, actually, other teams on Long Island. Mascots, yeah. What was Pat Meds? No clue. And I wonder what um, Newfield was. Yeah, I don't I only know Stony Brook Seawolves. Seawolves, I know. And Suffolk had an eagle. No, Possibly. St. Joe's had an eagle. Guys, in the chat, let us know what your high school name and yeah, mascot like, is. I'm yeah, just curious. Stony Brook's college, but I don't even know my college's mascot. No. Woo! <laughs> anyway, Jason makes his appearance on the field, and Ugh. it is fucking emotional. It's so emotional. He can't keep it together because, I mean... It's such a powerful moment. Yeah. He's the one that's opening up the tarp and like coming out and he's like, here I am. And then everyone starts cheering and clapping and standing for him. And like, how could you not cry? How could you not cry? I, if I was in the audience, Whoa. I w- please, Whoa. I would have been in a ball fetal position. <laughs> what I love about the audience, we see Landry. We see grandma. We see Smash's mom. Like everybody's there. Yeah, I know we do. We see a lot. Of, we see everyone. It's great. I'm glad everybody is there. I'm glad we actually get whether or not these scenes maybe were reused as B-roll. Oh, maybe. You know what I mean? Or was this actually done? I don't know. I would love to know insight on how they filmed these games. 
and right. the, and the audience. Yeah. Scenes. Yeah. I have some teams. We have uh, the Cougars, the Braves, the Flaming Arrows. Oh, yeah. Randy's with Flaming Arrows. Flaming Sachem. Arrows? Sachem. Oh, my God. He was a Sachem kid? He's a rival. <laughs> He's one of our rivals. I mean, we didn't go to high school at the same time, but. No. Yeah. Fun. Flaming Arrows. It's kind of a cool name. With your mascot, like, literally just a giant tall arrow on fire? <laughs> Because ours was a lion, and that makes Literally, sense I mean, to yeah. me. No, I think it was like a a cupid. No, not a cupid. <laughs> Let us know. Let we'll listen. get we'll get a picture yeah. of it. Okay, so the Panthers start out horribly. Mm. Smash's head is not in the game because he's focused too much on how he's playing, and Grady is standing right on the. He's doing the exact opposite of what Coach told him right. to do. He's stand- Grady's right on the sideline, right next to Buddy. We got to put With Buddy the in here. Fucking buddy. But he didn't do Every anything this episode, episode, but he's there. He did nothing this episode, but him. he was there. And yeah. he did not need to be on the field. You're not a coach. You're nowhere near a coach. He's head booster. I hate him. I know. <laughs> and I don't hate people. It was easily. funny, though, in the beginning of the episode during Homecoming when we hear the oh. narration of the 2008 and he's game. Every and he's single word. Mouthing every word. Ugh. This is a Buddy Garrity moment. Made me want to throw up. Anyway, okay, so have. Halfway comes, halftime, coach gives a talk to Smash. And he says, you don't play for anybody else. You don't play for UT. You play for the Panthers. So pretty much get your shit together. He said, or I'm going to make some changes. Well, he makes the changes. He puts Riggins in and Smash doesn't play for the second half of the game. Which killed him. Yeah, but. I mean, of course it would kill him. Right. But Riggins saves the game. What? This kid is good. win. (laughs) What? Coach congratulates the whole team after and gives the winning ball to Tim, which everyone's like, speech, speech. I'm not really good in them words, the words I got to say. But he gives a really, really heartfelt speech about how Jason is the heart of the team and he loves him like a brother and he (laughs) deserves the ball. Oh, my God. And more waterworks. So what did you think? Did you think Jason appreciated this? Because Smash, we see him leave. Please take it. Like almost like he wasn't going to take it. And I'm like, is that because you don't trust him right now? And you don't want like to share this moment with him? Jason said it? No, like I'm thinking like, well, Tim said to Jason, please take it. Right. Like Jason wasn't taking it. Right. At first, and right. I was like, is that because he's like on to Tim? Or is that yes. just because he feels overwhelmed with just like the whole experience? It's probably a little bit of both. Right. And so I, I feel as much and as much as Tim has done wrong, he genuinely loves this boy. This is his soul brother. He loves him. And I'm sure he's showing his love even more so because he's so guilty. Yeah. So I... I yeah, I thought that was an interesting moment. And like it was emotional too when Jason does take it and he like they kind of like look at each other and Jason's like, You motherfucker, like I can't I know something's going on here. He's like, You guys celebrate. I'm right. keeping my eye on that even, one. Even that was emotional because even after a big game, he can't even go and celebrate with them. Right. He can't go to the party. No, he has to go back to rehab. Yeah. Oh. Uh. So as we said, Smash rushes out of the field house. He's disappointed. He's frustrated himself. When he goes to his mom, she tries to console him. And he goes, I'm the meal ticket to this family. And you know it. And she's like, that's not true. And he goes, yeah, it is. You know it. And she's so sad. You see his sisters tearing up in the background. He then goes to Grady Hunt's hotel room. 
Oh, and this is so awkward. I know. And he tries to talk to him and see if there's any way he can get on that list. Like he knows he didn't play a good game, but is there any way to get on that list in January? And Grady tells him, you have work to do. You got to work on your size and strength. You're still too small. He's too small. <laughs> no, no, you're not. You're not. <laughs> He's not. Anyway, uh, Tyra and Billy throw a major rager. It's a huge rager. They make a load of money. Yeah. And to uh, counting. Like, she was only counting what they made there. And then he, like, threw all these, like, piles of bound mounds of money at her. Yeah. No, they made a lot of money. They made over $4,000 from this party. And they're just going to split it evenly? They're going to split it evenly. You know, at first... He's like, how do I know I can trust you? And she goes, how do I know I can trust you? Right. But they can. Uh, during this party, though, we have a little Matt and Julie scene. Mooley. Throughout. <laughs> I no, think Sailor. Sailor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, throughout this episode, though, Landry is there and nagging him. He's you like, have your mojo. Move. Let's move. do it. Ask Julie out on that date. And so he tries. Like, and then he goes. Well, he tries to ask her out on a date. And he goes, wait, never mind. Probably not a good idea. And we don't get her answer. We don't get the answer. What kind of shit is that? We'll have to see. We'll see. Uh, or he's just like, I don't know. Like the way he's going to date with me. Never mind. Never mind. I just love the way he talks. Our episode comes to an end. We see Smash injecting steroids no. in his bedroom. We knew this was coming, right? Yeah. A I sports mean, drama. Someone's sure. having to take the roids. I, when I watched it the first time, I didn't see it coming. No, I didn't see it coming right here and then. But to make a prediction about the whole show, like, yeah, of course someone wants to take someone's steroids. Someone's going to take something yeah. at some point. It's really heartbreaking, though, because he's doing it in his bedroom and his mom's oh. calling for him. And it's then we have a zoom in on his face. Painful. Pain. It's just painful. This show, as I watched this episode for the third time in my life today, yeah, it's really hard to capture it as me recapping it for you. You have to just watch it. Just have it. to watch it. Yeah. It's so well portrayed. And List was saying, I wish they zoomed out a little bit. And I said, no. Mm-mm. Just a little bit, no. just sometimes a little bit. That's the beauty of the show is seeing like the reaction on their faces. No, I to- I totally get that. I know. But like for me I to get it. like the picture of the scene, like where are we? Where are their the body matter. language? It's it just like matter. so zoomed on the face. So good. You see like the reaction, and I love. And I pointed this out. Like all of these guys who have failed themselves for future. Well, maybe not Buddy, but Buddy's just like has this ego the size of <sighs> Texas. Yeah. All zooming in on their rings. Yes. All on their rings. Like still. So still. Years later. Idolizes. And it's Mm -hmm. kind of like to bring in our other child, which we usually do, Dan Scott. Yeah. With the Ravens. You harp, you can't let it go. You can't let go of what was once in your high school. Your golden you're the year you peaked. The golden year of your of your life. Right. And you don't let that go. And so mostly all of the Olderish gentlemen in the town are like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. They need to move on. I know. Uh, that's the end of our summary. We're going to take a short break and we're going to come back with Newbie Corner and all of your questions. Hey. Welcome back from break. 
Little, yeah. Little BTS. We rarely take breaks when we say we're taking a break. <laughs> and this time we actually took a break. This time we actually did take a break. We sure did. All right. We're going to start off with our newbie corner, Lisa. Lisa. Does she still hating on Tyra? Okay. She does. <laughs> So Lisa sent all of her comments, which I sent her an email back and I said how entertained I am by her commentary and I laugh every week and I hope you didn't take offense at Lisa. I truly, it brings me such joy to read her commentary. Well, this is what we're looking for. No, no, I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She just, she cracks me up. She said about Tyra, but she says that, um, I don't hate all the kids. This was a follow-up. Remember, she hated all the kids. That's what she said last week. She just doesn't like what they are doing. She likes Matt and Landry and Julie, even though I'm waiting for that shoe to drop. Thank you so much, Bill Bob, for putting that in. Yeah, he really, he kind of, he stirred up something. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But uh, thank you, Lisa, for giving us that. She also said, I didn't expect Street to accuse Lila and Tim, but I wish he had pushed harder on Lila but I don't think she will crack I think Tim is going to be the one who tells him yeah Tim's gonna crack much easier than Lila I was glad Street went to the game but I wish Tim had kept the game ball I know he had good intentions but that had to make Jason feel horrible like every game he goes to he's going to get a ball because they feel bad he's not playing anymore absolutely I don't think he will go to any more games or at least not for a while I agree and I think it's best off yeah. He's like, all right, this is homecoming. I'll be here, but until I feel ready, I'm not going to go. Yeah. Uh, Jess says, I feel like the beginning exchange with Lila and Tim is odd, considering in episode six, we see them hugging goodbye. And then when they talk at the pep rally, it seems like something else has happened. happened. Yeah. That's why I kind of felt like we were like a little bit so, of a flashback. <laughs> right. And this was such a good point that I didn't even realize, Jess. And so I'm so glad you brought this up. Because they laughed off on such a good note. And yeah, then like for him the to friendship hug. <laughs> My quotes. Um, yeah, which just means like, I'm here for you kind of thing. Right. But we're not doing this anymore. But I think she's also masking her feelings for him with like her disgust exactly. for him. So she's like, let me just throw whatever I can at him and badmouth him to his face maybe he'll change but he never will and then right. he changes she's like oh shit now i really feel i'm falling well, more she for doesn't him know he changed. right well i'm assuming this is gonna be like a thing yeah we'll see <laughs> uh do you think coach actually looked into a job for lucas mm, i don't mm. i don't mm. but i don't blame him for not looking for a job for Lucas or maybe he didn't he might have like put the feelers out but like didn't actually push for anything Mm -hmm. so maybe he did but he didn't try hard enough and I think obviously Lucas was upset about that right which is fine yeah Lucas get your own job Jess also says I spoke to both my boss and a high school friend of mine both played football and or college football they both said the way that coach Taylor yells speaks to his players is very accurate and is supposedly motivating. Mm -hmm. My friend who played at my high school down in the South here in North Carolina, my boss played in New England, which wasn't as intense. Apparently the South, the more intense, and Florida and Texas are the worst, Uh, which Bill Bob said. Kaylee also sent insight on this, which I'm so glad we're getting insight because I was wondering this about the coaches. As I watched the first time through, I always turned to my husband and asked if this is true to what it's like playing football in high school. He was a football player all throughout high school himself. He can confirm that in this part of the country, we live in Oklahoma, it is totally accurate to what is being, what it's like being in a big football town. 
The way the coaches yell and get into the players in the locker room is very accurate as well. Also, coming from a small town myself, the show hits close to home with how the town rallies around people like Jason with the benefit pancake breakfast and all that goes in with that. Mm, okay. She wants to know, since we know Matt's dad is overseas in the military, where do you think his mom <sighs> is? Uh, it could go a couple of ways. My heart of hearts tells me she lives in another state. Like they're divorced and they got divorced when he was young, maybe because he decided he was, you know, he's going into the military and they couldn't make it work long distance or something. Um, but it, it, this Matt's grandma is his dad's mother, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, or, I mean, I don't want to predict her to be passed away. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's yeah, his mother. I would assume because so. Because of the way they spoke on the phone about it. Yeah. Um it would it would hurt me to to wish her not wish her, but predict that she is passed away. I feel like we would have heard about that a little bit more. So I feel like maybe just maybe his mom's just not around. Yeah. Because they're separated. I don't know. I don't like that though. I don't like that prediction. But like I don't really have a better one at okay, the moment. Okay, that's all right. It'll come. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Will wants to know, where does Smash go from here? Will the steroids tear him down or build him up? And then Jess had a follow-up. For how long do you think Smash will get away with taking steroids before getting caught? A few. I hope we don't prolong this because I don't like to see when people are hurting themselves yeah. to further their their careers. But maybe two to three max and maybe two to three episodes. Episodes. Okay. episodes um, is it going to be like coach who realizes that he's having a problem or is it going to be maybe his, I don't know if it's going to be his mother. Maybe it's like Tim. Maybe it's another guy in the locker room that's happens to see something. Maybe it's Tim. I'm going to predict that it was Tim. Tim's going to see it and maybe it'll bring their relationship a little bit closer. Do you think this is something that will be swept under the rug since he's a key player? Uh, that favoritism not not with tammy tammy's not gonna do it if she knows that this is happening she's gonna fight for there to be some consequences yeah mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> michelle's face i'm just like i got this i don't remember, just so remember. i'm just smiling to smile. she's like yeah it sounds about right yeah Kaylee says, as someone who grew up playing sports and a collegiate sports fan, my heart is breaking for this kid. Yeah. I know how much he loves football and I understand the pressure to perform to get a scholarship, but this is not the way. I wish Mm. he could have just gone to his mama or Coach Taylor. I do hope Smash gets a scholarship to play college ball and I hope he seeks out help before he seriously hurts himself. Agreed. And I I know for a fact that he's going to get more offers and he's going to get into a college that wants him and is going to give him a big scholarship and he's going to be fine. He just took this one really hard. Yeah. And it was once he learned like, okay, I'm not going to impress everyone and I just do the best I can. You know, the lessons we learn as adults, like just do the best I can. Right. Um, he eventually will get into a, a good school and he'll, he'll be happy. But yeah, I the steroids thing. It hurts. It hurts me to see like he that he had felt like he had no other option. I know. 
And like his mom and his sisters are like, you're okay. You're fine. We'll make this work. And him just being like so disappointed that he let his mom down. Yeah. He's he, like, I'm going to get my mom a house. Yeah, and I'm sure. He, pony and cars, you know. And it's like he actually, he he's a big team player. Yeah. He loves the team. And I don't even think it was like I let my team down. Like this episode, it was, oh my God, what am I, what's my family going to do? Right. Which so much pressure for a kid. I mean, him and Matt are like almost in similar boats with like having the, I mean, all of these kids have so much pressure. I shouldn't even say that. Like, well, then I think about like, well, too, you know, they all have so much freaking pressure on them. Yeah. That one of them is bound to really end up in a bad situation, like hurt or dead or, you know, God forbid something like that. I don't wish it obviously, but the way things are going, there's so much stress that someone's bound to crack. Right. Tish wants to know, do you think Julie and Matt will ever go on that date? I do. The more I see them, the more I'm like, eh. I think because like nothing is happening yet and yeah. I'm like waiting for it. And of course they have to like, end on this cliffhanger of like, does she say yes? I think she will say yes, but I think it's going to be a struggle to get even just to that first date. Like, all right, so she said yes. So how are we going to set up this date? So you want to go to dinner? Like, it's going to be like two weeks. He's like, so, you know, like dinner, movie. Like, I I think it's just going to take them both a long time. Yeah. Um, But it's sweet and innocent in that way. You know, yeah. Matt is just, he's a peach. He's adorable. How long will Tim stop drinking for? I hope forever. <laughs> I hope for a long I hope for a decent amount of episodes and then once Jason and Jason knows he's gonna go right back because he doesn't yeah. know how to cope oh my gosh he doesn't know how to cope oh my gosh yeah just saying yeah Vic wants to know have you ever been to a party where you stayed until the next day I mean yeah yeah for sure <laughs> slept at her house every of- single weekend <laughs> All of I mean, like, parties. never outside, though. I never slept um, outside like these people. I mean, I slept, like, on, you know, no. in between table. Like, I've slept pretty much on any kind of inside facet, like, yeah. but never outside. And I think also you just come home at, like, five in the morning. Yeah, or you just come home really early. Oh, that there's, sucks. there's a couple of those for sure. Like you just stay up all night. Yeah, and, and like, you're just like, all right, I guess I'm gonna go home that's now. It. And you just feel like awful. Awful. <laughs> awful. Yeah. Do you like Tyra and Billy's friendship? I know you're getting creepy vibes. It's a little creepy. It's a little creepy for me. Uh, Michelle was trying to explain that she has been I mean, obviously she grew up in this town. Her and Tim dated, she says for a year. Yeah. So she probably was at Billy's a lot. He he knows her, but like they're now starting to know each other on a different level. I think, unless that's what I'm trying, I'm seeing, but maybe I'm misinterpreting. No, she says, "Wow, I dated Tim for a year, and I learned more about the Riggins in like in like five, five minutes. minutes." Yeah. Plus, like Mindy and Billy are in the same age. Group. Right. They seem like they might have went to high school together. Right. They they dated. They know, no, <laughs> they know each other. They know of each other. Right. It's the same town. They right. win each other's bar, So I'm right? trying not to think of it as in a creepy way. I get it. Um, but I think if anything, he's going to be a just like a good ear. You know, she's got a lot of issues. He has a lot of issues too. Like, yeah, just be good friends with each other. Business partners. Yeah. 
I could totally see like down the line Tyra being like this like huge like party executive. <laughs> it's not not even a job. Like just like really good at like planning event, like an event planner or like for people like in LA. Like she's gonna go to LA and she's gonna be like this high power like I celebrity. love it for you, sweetie. I love it for her. <laughs> but she's good at it. She's good. She's like, you need you need 16 kegs. Trust me, I know this. Mm-hmm. They got 22. Yeah. And Billy's like shit and bricks. He's like, are people actually going to show up? It's so far away. Everyone's going to go to the dance. And she's like, she was so confident. I mean, he's the one who gave her the idea. But then she's like, oh, we got this. Yeah. Even that flyer that was so plain and simple. She has a lot of, I mean, we know her self-worth is low, but confidence in like the things that she's skilled at. Yeah. Which is really good to see. Yeah. Hopefully she she just needs to bring that over into her like personal life. Yes. <laughs> her love life. Yes. Kim says it's homecoming week. Our homecoming was a big deal. We would dress up in different themes and have different activities to participate in throughout the week. Friday afternoon would be the huge pep rally in the gym. I even made homecoming court my senior year. Aww. The show made my high school homecoming nothing compared to theirs. Did your high school have a huge homecoming? Liz, take it away. <laughs> She always does that to me. I don't know. Um, what was Spirit Week? Was that during homecoming? Did that like Olympic night? Was that that wasn't earlier in the year? So that probably would have been. I feel like Spirit Week maybe went up to homecoming, and then Olympic night was different. Yes. So we had Olympic night, which was all the classes had a theme, and on in the I was going to call it the auditorium in the gymnasium. Yeah. On each side of the bleachers was the sophomores, the seniors, the freshmen, and the juniors. And everyone was in their theme of that year. So, like, my high school, my graduating year, we were class of 07, so we were double 07. So we had, like, the fake, uh, like, James Bond suit shirt. And, like, everyone decorated it. And, like, you would compete against all of your grades. It was fun. That was, like, the most fun I think I ever had in high school. I didn't go to that. Any of them? No. Not one? Liz, my crowd did not participate. (laughs) I don't know how many times I have to tell you. You know my crowd. I'm still friends with them. I know. I know. I know. Now, though, I would totally go to that. I know. You love to compete. I do. (laughs) It reminds me. When I, like, when I was 21, my friends and I had the Beer Olympics. Yeah. Did you participate in that? I wasn't there, no. And we each, we were grouped up. We made our own teams and we each wore a certain color. Yep. I was on the purple team. Purple we team. Like, fucking mm-hmm. dominated beer pong. And it was fucking amazing. Yeah, it's so awesome. We should recreate this. Well, I wanted to do beer Olympics for our Memorial Day party last time, but it didn't happen. But like next year we should do. We should do it. We should do it. Yeah, it would be really fun. Yeah, but we, we did have like a homecoming week. Yeah. But... Like as far as like homecoming, I don't think I honestly don't even think I went. Would would marching we, band be a part of that though? We we did, but I don't. Th- I, honest, I honestly line. don't. Sorry. Well, I mean, I was like te- essentially a part of the marching band, but I honestly don't remember. I don't remember any huge things for homecoming. I could be mistaken, but that's just my memory, and it's not a no. not, not a good brain. Yeah. Uh, okay, so music in this episode, we had. Drive by truckers, the gourds, the black keys, the black angels. Oh. Hmm. Some quotes. What do you have? Let me get my book. I had two quotes that I liked. Obviously, the one by Tammy, which I didn't get exact, but this town turns them into idols. I have, you got a list. I don't want to be on it. I want to be number one. Because you obviously got the mojo. 
I love you like a brother, like a brother six. Oh, what number is Riggins? Three. Oh, go three. 33 and Jason six mm-hmm. and smash 20. And what about Saracen? Was Saracen mm-hmm. in the 30 something? I thought. What do we think? Does anyone know, guys? Quick Google search. Google. Six says 33 is Riggins, Riggins. right? Seven. Seven is Saracen. Saracen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, just wondering. Because, like, that's all interchangeable. Like first name, last name, number. <laughs> it's you know to keep up with who we call and who. Who here. we call and who? Uh, I also have wish you would work with me, Romeo, and then that's what I do. I pry, I prod, I wheedle. Mm-hmm. Landry is me. That Landry is me is to at with all of yeah. my friends. Yeah, Landry. I have to just give. He's just the entertainment and He's great. comic relief of this series. Yeah, I I enjoy him a lot. Highly enjoy him. All right, MVP and shittiest, do you have yours? I do. I had to make, I had to cross it out. I wasn't sure what the MVP. It was a tough one for me. Really? Yeah, I think I, okay. I think I'm going to do a fuse. Oh. First time fuse on this podcast. It's been a while. I don't even think I did a few, I haven't done a fuse since like at least season four of Gossip Girl. I haven't done a fuse since OC word. Really? Word, word. OC times. I don't. Have I fused? I'm gonna on bring. I'm gonna bring back a fuse. A fuse is obviously, guys, two names fused into one. Then we have to like think for a second of like the name that it's gonna be. How to say it? All right, you ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Three, Three, two, two one. Tarek. Oh, you said Tim. Yeah, of course. I said Eric and Tammy. Good one. The so dream team. We had. We have four for Tyra. I mean, four for Tim, one for Tyra. Oh, Tyra's a good one. Yeah, she did great. I just really enjoyed uh, the Tammy one line in this episode. Like, I was like, that, she gets it. She's queen. She gets it. She's queen. And Eric, I felt like he didn't let the Lucas kid kind of push him around a little bit and make him, he, he, he stuck to his guns and he was telling, trying to give Smash the best advice he possibly could. Obviously, we know Smash didn't really take it, but he's like, you're... There will be others. You you just focus on this one game. So I really like Tim. But Tyra's a really good choice. And Tim's a really good choice. It's hard for me to pick Tim and, and Lila because wow. they're like, you know, doing something dirty. But Tim. I know he's great. As much. I okay. love him. Tim is just as guilty as Lila and it hurts because we see that. But I much more enjoy Tim over Lila. Oh, uh, 100%. <laughs> Lila is a struggle bus. And I know I'm not alone. I mean, it's you're like not, a, a thing not, that not, keeps coming not. up on this podcast. Right. But I just, she... Irritates. Her, uh, irri- irritating. That's the yeah. word. The perfect word. She's irritating. I know. Yeah. Let's go into shittiest. We had a lot of Tims in the chat as well. Uh, shittiest. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Three, Three, two, two one, one, Lucas. Lila. So we had two for Lila, one for Smash, one for Lucas, and then Lisa's Tyra. Buddy, I don't remember if he did anything, but he's a shit. So I'm giving it to him. That's me every week. I mean, again, Blue Ribbon, Buddy. Why are you on the field? Yeah, why are you on the field? Lila, the way you reacted to Tim in the beginning, and then I just, it kind of just bothered me a little bit. With the whole Jason thing. Yeah. And how she's acting. 
God, you can't just like hit it and forget it. Right. I almost wish she would, though. I know we're not going to. Like, I had a, sh- a glimmer of hope when she was like, you're disgusting. Get your life together. I was like, she's over it. She's over it. But I know she's not. And it bothers right. me. And I really wish she would be because I'm so sick of them, too, already. I'm done. I'm yeah, so yeah. done because it's wrong on so many levels. And I just don't really feel that connection there. I mean, I've been saying this since the first day. So right. We had, mo- we had some Lucases and Lila. Yes. Well, Lucas for sure. I mean, ungrateful little Ugh. ass. Title jerk. Yeah. Uh, let's go into a booster of the week. Who are we supported by this week, Liz? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. We are supported by a newer pledge. Kate, you know how many Kates we have? Katie, Kate, Catherine's on this. I know the network. K team. The K, we have all the Ks, um, but I titled her Share. Share, yeah, because she loves Clueless just like we do, and um, she sent us a really sweet email about how she found the network and how much she loves Clueless and her like journey with that. And then even sweeter, she said, "I actually have a sweatshirt from Total Betty." She even got one before she was a pledge, which is so sweet. And she's like, I have one that's too big. So can we give it to someone else? So I'm like, hell yeah, Ugh. you sweetie pie. So hi, Kate. We're so excited you're here. And we are just looking forward to getting to know you more. Thank you Thank so you. much. Share. Share. She's it. blonde, you know. Yes. I want to wish a very happy birthday to two December babies, Vic and Kaylee. Woo-hoo! We hope you have a great birthday in the upcoming week. And thank you so much for being part of the Patreon yeah. network. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. All right, let's see. I'm going to give you a look into next game's playbook. Here we, Here go. we go. This is exciting because Anthony, a.k.a. Husband, a.k.a. our music composer, <laughs> will be joining us for this episode. And this will be the last episode of the year of 2021 Ooh. holy shit um remember when i started playing this episode before we were doing our discord yes, chat I and michelle's like you got it cute i'm like yeah and i start playing it she's like this is the wrong episode. this is why i will just control <laughs> yeah, on friday night light nights because <laughs> i'm just used to like you're just here taking I- the controller i'm like let's see we're not on the right one all right so here it is season one episode eight crossing the line oh your four words, confrontation, betrayal, donation, and punch. So while oh. you marinate, <laughs> Tish says Smash will keep doing steroids until Matt catches him. Matt. Matt. And had to decide between telling Coach mm, or keeping Smash's mm, secret. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's what Tish says. That's a great prediction i thought so i think that's a great prediction and of course it puts matt in that moral dilemma him and smash are starting to get here's that here's that moral dilemma what do i do what do i do do i do what's right for me or for what's right for the team Mm, that's a really good prediction tesh um confrontation Uh, are we gonna have the confrontation is it going to be tim and jason confrontation or is it going to be a a lila and jason confrontation or is it or is it the or is it them together like all three are in the same room not sure betrayal i mean that goes that could go with that it could go with as uh tish predicted like matt betraying Mm -hmm. smash's trust because he knows he's taking the steroids donation 
We already had the pancake breakfast for Jason. That was already a donation. Are they going to do that again? Maybe not for Jason. Maybe for... Hmm. Maybe this somehow ties in with like the Tyra stuff. Like, is she going to start a... I don't want to say like a fake charity. That's really terrible. Um, <laughs> Donation. <laughs> we'll see. Hmm. That one's struggle. I'm struggling. And punch. Mm. Oh, who's going to be punching? I mean, I think Jason would love to punch Tim. I think he should punch Tim. Is it Tim throwing a punch at someone else? Oh, there I have. I could predict Wait, so many who do different. You want to punch? I want. To, I want Jason, want Jason to punch, to punch Tim. Tim. Okay, of course. But you think Tim will throw a punch? But I think Tim's just going to throw a punch. Like he's going to get heated on the field somewhere and throw a punch because okay, because he's not drinking. Okay, so he's <laughs> he has his to get his anger, anger out on something and else. His sexual and his yeah tension. Yeah, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Good predictions. You did well. Thank you. You're welcome. You know what time it is. You've made it to this part of the episode where we beg for your podcast reviews. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, pause it right now. If you're enjoying, rate us five stars. Tap those stars. One, two, three, four, five. Yay, you submitted. Yeah, when you get to five, you just, That's it. It It says it goes. Leave us a review. Let us know if you're enjoying the show. We want to hear your comments, your reviews, all of it. Send us an email, but... With your questions, but in honesty, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps the show grow. It helps us get on the charts, helps us get seen, and then more people can find us. You know the spiel by now. Mm -hmm. We did get a new review. I have a meaty review. I'm excited to read. A meaty one. Amazing podcast, Essential Listening. Clary Worley. This is a a, a review from the UK. Very excited. Thank you. Five stars. I absolutely love Total Betty podcast. And after listening to Let's Talk OC and Three Gossip Girls and being a fan of the shows, I was so excited to try this one as it is a brand new show to me. For the first time, it's so nice to listen from this perspective and to be a newbie. Michelle and Liz instantly make you feel like they are longtime friends and the community feels is just addictive. It's the equivalent of sitting down with a friend, having a chat, and it gives you that warm, comforting feeling as you listen. I am so excited to continue listening week by week as I get into this program and love theorizing for what's to come in the future. I feel like I'm I'm totally immersed listening and watching simultaneously this way. The format couldn't be better, and if you have never listened, I could not encourage you enough to try. Inside jokes. Thank Thank you you so so much. much. It just makes me laugh because I'm like, here we are going to turn down. We're going to change the format up, but <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you so No, seriously, thank you so much for leaving that review that melted our hearts when that came through. Yeah. It means a lot. And we appreciate everyone who's listening. Make sure you're downloading the episodes, you're subscribed, following on Spotify, all that stuff. Yeah. All right. So before we end for this evening, mm. I have Will's football poetry, poetry corner. corner. Oh, yes. I'm so into this. What took me so long? Right? I guess. Run and shoot offense. Okay. Mm-hmm. This off- offensive system, it's so it's, <laughs> like, it's so true. I remind to trick you. Asks wide receivers to move their positions before the snap of the ball and then adjust their routes on the fly depending on what the defensive backs are doing. Mm. 
Tim adjusted his drinking habits on the fly when he read that Lila doesn't want a drunk doesn't want a drunk as a fuck boy. Yes. Now he's a sober football machine scoring touchdowns faster than he can down a Lone Star beer. Love it. This is a really good one. Sum up of this episode, Will. Yeah, thank you, Will. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh my god! Now you guys at home have to do that every time we yes, have a Will's treat corner poetry, poetry corner. Corner. It's always a treat, though. <laughs> Well, <laughs> thank you so much, everyone, for listening this week. Thank, thank you, to, you to the chat. Thank you to the chat. Thank you for joining us live. Uh, if you're interested in the other events that we offer, check out TotalBettyPodcastNetwork.com. Uh, we have some fun things happening still in December. We're yeah. having a trivia night. When you're listening to this, it'll be tomorrow. So yeah, if you're so part join us. of the Upper East Siders here, come join us for that. We're doing a holiday movie trivia we also offer birthday club, live podcasts, like we said, and you get all the episodes a day earlier. Yes. So, I mean, who doesn't want to listen to us even earlier than you actually can? Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week with Husband. Husband, woohoo! Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora. <laughs>